This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Okay, good morning, everybody. Today is February 13th, the year is 2023. It is one day after the Super Bowl. Hopefully everybody enjoyed that game. I personally didn't think commercials were any good, but that is just me. I don't remember one that was like top of the line. So it is what it is. Somebody wasted a lot of money in marketing. Somebody had to approve those uh, marketing messages, those ads. Imagine those guys, right? And girls. But in any case, um, we did end up having a record week last week on both the premium and the number of unique writers. So we had $147,000 and 32 people wrote business, both records for the agency. And uh, here's what's really interesting. We had 14 people writing over 5,000 in a week. Again, this is the highest number ever. So we're gonna go through that leaderboard. And then uh, Lee Corbett has uh, something special for us. Look at him down there. He looks like 2 million bucks after inflation. 10 million, 10 million. Okay, we got you, man. Okay, let's let's go here and look at the leaderboard. So Marsha, on, on top of the board, uh, unbelievable week, seven deals, 17,595. So Marsha, what is the one tip uh, you would give to people to, to try to get to these numbers? Make your dials, ask the questions, listen for the answers. Yeah, simple. She keep it so simple, it's crazy, and, and this is what happens. Uh, Carrie Wysong, uh, eight deals, 13,809, great week for her. Uh, Wonder Woman, four deals, 8290, doing this part-time. Looking forward to seeing her again in person in uh, Dallas next this week. Uh, Landon, uh, five deals for 7596. I don't see Landon here but he had a great week. Sean Chadwell, five deals, 7,040. This is one of his best weeks. I'm not sure if he's sipping coffee right now. I don't see him on the screen, but great week for Sean. Uh, Jamar, uh, five deals, uh, 69.62, very steady. Uh, John Cranford, phenomenal week for John here. So John had three deals for 61.59. So, John, uh, can you just share with the team a couple of tips that you learned from last week that can help them out? I'm on mute and stop the video. Okay. <laughs> you are good now, John. Go ahead. Uh, well, just um, was fortunate. I had a guy that actually had done um, indexed Universal Life with Moo with me last month. Mm-hmm. And he called me back this month and went to another larger one. 
So his, his was the big one that really made the numbers big. The other two were, uh, you know, moderate size. But this guy is a truck driver, and for some reason he just wants a lot of coverage, and it was a very quick um, approval. And he actually scheduled the first payment for the 24th of this month, but Mutual of Omaha has already paid it. So yep. a lot of times they, they wait to pay till that first premium, a lot of companies, but mutual just pays when it's done. So that's nice. That's it. And another thing about mutual of Omaha for everybody, they're running this 10% contest. So if you do 25,000 in paid premiums with mutual of Omaha between January 1st and March 31st, you get 10% of that. So that could be minimum $2,500. If you go wild and crazy, and let's say you do 40000 in three months, that's a $4,000 check. So it's kind of like America, but accelerated. Instead of six months, you have three months. So, John, I think with all these express IULs you've been writing, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. You have a good shot to get there. I'm shooting for it. That's it. That's it. Then we have uh, uh, Chelsea George, a brand new writer from a couple of weeks ago. So she has four deals, 61.42 for her. This is a record week for her. All of these were done on e-bonus leads. Mark Cormier, a record week for Mark. Is Mark here? I don't see Mark. Oh, he's there. He's in the top left corner. Okay, so Mark, uh, share with the team, record week. This has to be feeling good. What did you do different? I I think I just relied on everybody more like I you know reaching out to Marsha and reaching out to you know other people on the uh on the Black Swan team and just uh I, I uh, that's really all, all I can think of that was really different but uh I was fortunate to get some healthy people and and uh you know just applied what we learned in the rookie round table and that's it you know, it's uh, that's that's a great week, uh, Mark. And as you can see, you know, over forty seven hundred got paid already. Yep. But that is that is a great thing, and I know you've been you've been focusing on that simplified issue. Let's go get that thing done. Let's get it moving. So good job, Mark. Uh, Tristan had uh, a fabulous week here. Nine deals for Tristan, uh, fifty nine eighteen. So Tristan, what are a couple of tips you would like to share with the team so they can they can do this result? Uh, just just doing the doing the work, doing the dials and uh, following up with the people. I don't think any of those <clears throat> people there that I closed uh, last week were on the spot. It was all um, talk to them and then follow up with them in the next two days. Um, and I actually had one client that kind of made my week. He um, I, I gave him a price on Monday and he sh he wanted to shop around because he had a guy coming out on uh, Tuesday. And I called him on Thursday um, and the guy said all he could get was guaranteed issue. Um, so I, he wanted, wanted to go ahead and do it. I put him through a miracle final expense, uh, and he got declined. And so, um, I was, you know, my next option was, uh, Moo. And so I called Moo. They told him he was going to be graded. And I, I, I told him and his wife said, absolutely not. She does not want a graded policy. Um, so I spent about 30 minutes talking with him about why the, you know, why the graded is still a good option. And, uh, we ended up submitting it and, all throughout the whole application, he was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I really don't want a grade policy. And so he finally just said, okay, let's just do it. I submitted it. 
and they kind of proved level death benefit. <laughs> and they were they were ecstatic. I was it made my week. That is awesome. That is a great story. And then you didn't give up. You were just trying to find a solution. And with these automations, it can surprise you in a good way or a bad way, but at least you're going to know immediately. So that is great. Then we have a power couple here. Look at these guys, Michael and Erica. This is Michael's best week ever. And Erica just didn't want to let him be ahead of her. So she squeezed in a couple of, at the end. So Erica had uh, four deals, 5807. Michael had five deals, 5695. And all of this was written on, um, on e-bonus leads and referrals from those sales. So let's see if we can unmute the power couple here. So ladies, go first. Erica, what worked? Dude, y'all are like two months ahead of me on the e-bonus lead. So I'm just trying to figure those out. Um, and I walked around the house telling my kids that my husband was beating me and I couldn't let it happen. So that's what happened. That is it. Michael, all-time best week, record week. Talk to us. What happened? Uh, consistency, listening to them, understanding them, and patience. There was one that waited till the last day to sign. So, and one of them got so back to eat though, she just didn't really understand the, uh, the I guess, I, to us it seems user friendly, but I don't know if the customers, maybe not, or the clients. So, uh, and support, a lot of support. Okay, that is great. So, so you guys had a fabulous week. Good job. Then we have Coach K. Uh, he went to a bachelor party, not for him, but for his brother. He still got three deals, 56-21. Uh, David Woolever had a fabulous week too. He was the agent spotlight last week, three deals, 53-80. Then we have a brand new uh, agent. This is uh, Landon's older brother, two deals, 44-04. Dolly had three nice deals, 42-98. Louis Nelson. Very consistent, three deals, 32.91. Donovan Wright, the part-timer, wrote one big one for 32.63. Preston scratched a very nice one, 26.85. Brian Foster, another part-timer, 26.62. And Mitchell Brooks, three deals, 24.89. Uh, Nikki Moore, uh, four deals for her part-time, 24.44. Crystal White scratched a nice one for $23.55. Also, Lakin did a nice one for $23.52. Uh, Brad Friedman, deal for $16.32. Mindy had a couple, $16.30. Michael Cotton scratched for $14.98. Matt Kalanke got a nice one, $13.55. Maritza scratched for $8.34. John Moncris scratched for $7.72. Mariana scratched. For almost 700 and John McMillan scratch for 438. So there you go, guys. It's um, 32 people writing business. Something is working here. Huge momentum on our side. And now it's all about continuing that momentum. So, Mr. Corbett, all is yours now. <laughs> well, good morning, um, team. And like Robert said, phenomenal week last week. Um, all of that is due to all of you all's hard work and going out there protecting families. And, and I want to always want us to remember that that's, that's exactly what we're here to do. And as long as you keep that at the, at the crust of what, your, of what your, your daily goal is, is to who can I help? How can I help? When long as we're using that verbiage, 
you're going to be surprised as you watch this thing open up. To you. It's just, just going to open up so nicely. So um, I, I want to thank you guys and be encouraged. Congratulations and, and just great freaking job to everybody. So we're going to jump into uh, one of my fan favorites, uh, Mr. Zig Ziglar. Um, some of you all are familiar with Zig and some of you all are not. Most of you all will have become familiar just due to the fact that I will play him occasionally. Um, but he's a legend in this thing. Guys, I want you to turn your speakers up. So I want you to take notes and um, let's get ready to enjoy our Monday motivation. Here we go. A number of years ago, Larry Majors, my executive assistant, got a phone call from a lady in Birmingham, Alabama. At the end of the conversation, she said, Zig, she said, I believe this woman thinks she's got an impossible problem, but I believe you can solve that problem her, with her in just a few minutes if you will spend that time with her. I said, well, Laurie, tell her to meet me backstage. I'll get there about 10 minutes early. They, my schedule was such that it was about all I had. Well, I got there, and I was on uh, backstage behind the curtain on one side. She spotted me from the other side, and as she walked across the stage, I had never seen as much anger in a human being in my life as I saw in her. She almost started crying when she saw me. She said, oh, I'm just so glad to see you. I got this horrible job. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate everybody down there. I mean, uh, you're talking about negative nails. She was it. She said, can you help me? Now, understand, I've only got about 10 minutes. So I looked at her, and uh, one thing I have learned, I don't do counseling, but I talk with a lot of people who do in psychology, psychiatry, and the ministry. And they tell me that everybody who comes to you with a problem are not necessarily looking for a solution. I couldn't understand that for a long time. Why do they bring you a problem if they don't want to solve it? Well, I can tell you why. They want to tell you about it, you about it, you about it, you about it, and you about it. And if you foul up the deal and solve the problem, they can't tell you again, you again. They want the attention that goes with the problem. And every company just about it has that kind of an individual. They want the attention that goes with griping and, uh, and complaining. Well, I looked at the lady, and it wasn't unkindly, but firmly I said to her, yes, and you know, ma'am, I'm afraid your problem is about to get worse. She said, what do you mean? I said, I believe they're going to fire you. <laughs> she was stunned. I couldn't have stunned her more if I'd hit her in the face with a bucket of ice water. She said, fire me? Why on earth would they fire me? The inflection in her voice clearly said, they're the bad guys. I'm the good guy. Why don't they fire them and keep me? Have you ever noticed that people who are the problem never recognize that they are? They're in complete denial. They think denial is just a river in Egypt. <laughs> Why would they fire me? I said, ma'am, I don't believe there's a company in America big enough to contain this much poison in one small spot. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that when somebody is about to lose something they've been complaining about, whether it's a car, a home, a mate, a job, or whatever, when all of a sudden it appears they're going to lose them, it takes on brand new value. She looked at me and said, well, what can I do? I said, do you really want to know? She said, yes, I do. That's the reason I came to see you. I came looking for help, but you sure had not been any help so far. <laughs> I said, well, ma'am, I've got an idea. And I will absolutely guarantee you it positively, definitely, absolutely will work if you will just do it. She said, I'll try anything within reason. I said, okay, when you get home tonight, 
All of your household tasks are complete. It's bedtime. Get off in a room right by yourself. Get a sheet of paper out, and at the top of it write, I like my job because she interrupted me. She said, that'll be easy. I don't like nothing about that job. Don't like nothing about those people down there. And I said, well, just as a matter of curiosity, do you work there for benevolent reasons, or do they pay you for working there? She said, well, I got to confess, they pay me. And I said, and you don't like to be paid? Oh, she said, yes, I do. I said, okay, tell you what you do. Open your notebook right now. We'll start our list of the things you like about your job. They pay you for working there, and you do like it, don't you? She said, absolutely. But she just stood there. I said, no, open your notebook now, and we'll get uh, busy on the list. She just stood there. I said, ma'am, let me, let me tell you what my experience in life has been. I've discovered that in 100% of the cases, no exceptions, people who won't take step number one never take step number two. You see, she had come to me with an impossible dream. Her dream was that nice Mr. Ziegler was going to solve all of her problems, and she would live happily ever after. Well, folks, I got news for you. I can't solve her problems. I can't solve your problems. But I will give you some steps that I'll absolutely, definitely, and positively will work for you, as it worked eventually for her. I said, well, ma'am, let me tell you something. Unless you're willing to take step number one right now, it's been nice talking with you. She angrily opened her notebook. Before we got through, there were 22 things she liked about her job. Not only did they pay her for working there, they paid her above average. She had three weeks vacation with pay. She had a retirement program. She was in on profit sharing. She had health insurance, life insurance, and accident insurance. She lived less than 10 minutes from home. She was in on management decisions. The company sent her to three seminars a year to be paid for. She had her own private office and parking place. 22 things that she liked about her job. Now I said, ma'am, when you get home tonight, everything is finished. Get off in a room right by yourself. Close the doors. Change one word from I like my job to I love my job. Get in front of that mirror. And folks, I cannot say this strongly enough, but I'm going to try. The eyes are the windows of the soul. Look yourself in the eye and with excitement and enthusiasm say, I love my job because they pay me for working there. I love my job because they pay me above average for working there. I love my job because I have a wonderful insurance program. I love my job before every one of the statements. You will sleep better that night. You see, there's something hidden in what I'm saying to you now. When she says, I like my job, she's really saying, I'm grateful for my job. And of all of the emotions we can have, according to Hans Selye, the number one stress specialist in America, the healthiest of all human emotions is gratitude. I said, you go down that list. I like my job. I love my job, rather. That is a way of gratitude. You'll sleep better the first night. Tomorrow morning, when you get up, Get back in front of the mirror just before you go to work. Get back in front of the mirror and repeat the process again with excitement and enthusiasm. I love my job because, and take the list with you. Because the reality is, you see, you will have started to change from a fault finder to a good finder. Some people do really find fault like there's a reward for it. They really do. <laughs> Take the list with you, and you will be able to add to that list absolutely guaranteed. Do this every morning and every night, 
and you will have an astonishing recovery from this advanced case of stinking thinking. Now, I didn't say that to her, but I'm saying it to you. That's what it was. It was an advanced case of stinking thinking. Well, six weeks later, I was back in Birmingham, Alabama. I was doing a follow-up sales seminar. Now, the lady was not in sales, but she'd been listening to my tapes. She'd been listening to Automobile University, and she had discovered that everybody sells. Everybody who will ever hear this is in selling. Whether you're a school teacher, a civil service worker, a military personnel, an executive secretary, it doesn't make any difference what you do, you sell every day of your life. There she was on the, at the sales seminar, seated on the front row, grinning so wide she could have eaten a banana sideways. I'm telling you, you're talking about somebody that was excited. She was turned on. I said, well, how you doing? She grinned even more broadly and said, Mr. Ziegler, I'm doing wonderfully well, and thank you for asking. She said, you cannot believe how much those people down there have changed. <laughs> I got to lay it on the line, folks. You're not going to change anybody else till you change you. Everything really does begin with you. Now, you see, the unfortunate thing, this lady had been raised in a very negative environment. First, her parents had told her that she'd never amount to anything. They had said, you know, you're always late. You're always sloppy. Why can't you be like your brother or your sister or whatever? When she got married, her husband had continued it. And so her self-talk had become completely negative. Everything that she said about herself was negative. I, you know, like Dad said, I'll never amount to anything. Or like my husband says, I can't do anything right. But when she started changing the input, then some radical changes took place. So that, that watch this, guys. I, I'm going to post this one in the chat. And I want all you guys to download it. I want you guys to, to listen to this again. I want you to chew on this, right? Because this is a lot of you guys, right? Sometimes, you know, when we get into this industry, like I tell you, if you're not mentally tough, it'll beat you up, right? So if, if you have stinking thinking, then you are always worried about the leads, the clients, the, the carriers, the dish. You're always finding somewhere to blame. But when you start changing the way you think about it, when you start having an attitude of gratitude, then all of a sudden, you start to realize, man, these clients are hungry. These clients want our help. Watch this. These clients need our help. And when you just shift that little process, that little mind thought process, all of a sudden you go to a place where you start saying the leads have changed. And the leads will not have changed. It's the same leads. You, why, why does somebody write 10,000 and somebody writes 1,000? It's all in how they view the lead. Why do you see Carrie and Marshall put up the numbers they put up? They view the lead as a person that needs help. They don't worry about the, the objection that the client gives. Look, I'm here to help you. How can I help you? And when you start to take on that and body and take on that, that attitude and that persona of I'm Superwoman, I'm, I'm Superman, and I'm going to help you get that protection you guys are looking for, all of a sudden, when they give you a little nasty something here and there, a few of you guys have turned some of those folks because you realize this person, someone kicked their cat, right? We've had that conversation, right? So it has nothing to do with you. When you learn how to disarm that thing, all of a sudden, that person turns over 
and now they get a nice size policy with you. And more importantly, their family's protected. All because you saw them as a client that needed help and not a person with an attitude. You didn't see them as just a name on a, on a, on a piece of paper. You saw them as a person who needs help. Because as we always talk about, folks, nobody's getting out of this thing alive. Don't confuse it. Don't think no matter how great someone looks or how much money they have, that they're not going to have these same problems, this thing called mortality. It's going to happen to the best of us. It's just a matter of time. We don't know when, but our job is to make sure that whenever it happens, our families, our, our, our clients' families are prepared. And they're ever so grateful for that conversation they had with you because you had the right attitude. And yes, that's, does that mean every day is going to be a, 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 an easy day? Not necessarily. But what we learn to do is change the narrative and stops using words like today was bad. We start using positive self-talk. We start coaching ourselves and saying, OK, well, she was a negative Nancy, but no problem. I'm going to help the next client. It's all in the way you look at. Remember, the same wind blows on us all. It's not the blowing of the wind, but the setting of the sail. How are you going to set your sail? I'm going to post that in the chat. And I really, really want you all to download that. I want you to watch that a few more times this week. Because some of you, as you guys know, can, can unfortunately, right, get caught up sometimes in that, as they calls it, the stinking thing. And that's okay. Watch this, guys. I want you to understand. It's okay if you have it. What we have to do is acknowledge it so that then we can then do something about it. So now that I can acknowledge that, okay, when this happens, I develop stinking thinking. But I want to rewrite that passage so that when these things happen, I don't have that same stinking thinking. I, I remember that I have a phenomenal opportunity here with I have a phenomenal opportunity in this world called insurance. I do a greater good. These people that we are calling back, they need us. Sometimes they don't know it. Sometimes they, they've lost sight of it because of whatever. And our job is just to have a simple conversation, to find out how we can help them and do exactly that. And when you do that, just like what Tristan noticed this, this week, he had a client. And, and he called me and he was absolutely just, just his face was, he, he was just elated. I could hear it in his voice that this person got approved with level coverage and they were grateful. And this was a person that didn't even want to talk to him after, after they got declined and they thought they would get a greater policy. They did not want to continue the conversation, but he remembered why he's here and he was here to help. So he explained to them how even that policy is better than having no policy. And because of all that positive attitude and all that good fortune, they turned around and got level coverage. And that's a testimony. And that's what we're here to do. And that's what we do. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you all have a fantastic day. Um, and let's go make it a, a crazy Monday. Let's go have a fantastic one. Back over you, Mr. Rob.